Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Oh, yeah, let's roll. Sports Rage late night. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Shout out to uh, all of our radio affiliates and uh, shout out to all of you for your kind words uh, for our 50th uh, birthday. Uh, so if you're tuning in uh, right now, you know. All right, this host's old, so it means he's been there and he's done that, just like the raging redhead Cam Stewart uh, has been there and done that. We got big man on campus uh, kicking it with us uh, right now. I don't know if the system's going to overload, though, if we bring Big Earl on as well. <laughs> Yang's doing a great job in master control uh, here this evening in Midtown in Manhattan. There's no one else who'd rather uh, be along for the ride here uh, tonight. As, uh, you know, we're a team, and... Um, you know, this business is a lot like sports. It is, it is sports, uh, but, um, you know, Yang, uh, Yang's been with us for a couple of years uh, now and uh, puts in some hard work and is dodging. Listen, a guy's rolling into a studio uh, in the middle of Manhattan in the middle of the night uh, right now in a COVID shutdown uh, hotel. So, hardcore shout-out to Yang. Uh, we appreciate uh, his, his work uh, here this evening. And uh, shout-out to all of our past uh, producers as well. Yeah, a long, man, kind of like Spinal Tap drummers, man. Paco. Uh, yeah, our boy Paco, who was a diehard Philadelphia fan, Paco. Yeah, our boy uh, our boy Paco. I know our raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart's always had a soft spot for uh, Jason Gold. <laughs> Love Gold. Gold. That was actually, Gabe, one you of know, my remember, favorite things. Remember with Cam? Gold? Yeah, how do you get, you I even asked him? you like, I defended you, Gold, but you just got lost in your hometown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, for people that don't know me, Gabe's doing doing a road rage at, at Trophy Sports Park. Gold lives in Montreal and he gets lost. Also, Gabe, don't send him out on assignments, too. He can't find things. Gold, great guy, Gold, but uh, yeah, yeah, he can't uh, get his way out of a wet paper bag. But I love the man. Who's the best? He got lost. One of our producers was late for a live show. But the thing is, the bosses had their eye on him. They wanted to fire him already. I'm like, yeah. no, no, he's a good guy. Don't worry about it. And they're like, all right, you know what? He's going to work your show because, you know, he's from that town and he knows the town. He only got the gig because he knew the town and he got lost on lost. the way to the venue. <laughs> We're like, dude, Whoa. we defended you. But, bro, you just got lost in your whole town, bro. Like, <laughs>
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Sports rig late night. We're kicking it. Wow. This is like an experiment, Cam. This is like uh, basically like Star Trek. I'm giving her all she's got, sir. She's going to blow any moment. <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> come on. Come on. We need more power. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're, you're right. We're, we're mixing, really pushing. We're mixing it, in. We got big, we got big man. We got Cam. We got uh, me in a hotel and a nice hotel at that. Oh, it looks nice. Um, and a, a shout out to Joe Renee too, like because Joe Renee, I've never got. I was in a nice hotel too, like two months ago. And I'm doing a show, and I told him it should be fine. And Renee's like, listen, Gabe, doing a show. And- Hotel room's not like watching porn, all right? You think you you think you have good Wi-Fi or something? Because they are like, like <laughs> only, only Renary. So it's like, all right, you know, we got we got pretty pretty good setup uh, here. Cam's going to video, but you know, shout out to all of our radio affiliates, Sports Rage Late Night. It's a radio show, anyways. Um, we just do this for the cycle of pass in the chat. We got Big Man on campus uh, with us. I want to just introduce Big Man and Earl Skakel. Uh, who have never met each other uh, before, actually. So uh, Earl Skakel steps up. Clean Skakel. What's going on, big Earl? <laughs> well, I, I want to start off by uh, killing two birds with one stone. And, and just I'll sing a little bit in, in the great Kamala, the Ugandan giant's voice, rest in peace, uh, James Harris. I actually thought he was from Uganda till I met him, so... Happy birthday, dear Gabe. May you get cocaine as a present. I remember you getting kicked out of three hotels in Vegas. Happy birthday <laughs> to Gabe. Great That's job, all. big, big girl. And <laughs> hey, listen, big girl, we just... We just we just brought it up actually when we're going to the break. A shout out to like you know some of our past producers and you were there, Earl. That was the end of the stratosphere, the Sahara. Remember Earl, the Sahara show that never was. Shelton 
Bulldog was there. Uh, who else was there? Like, over the years, we've had a lot of people. So, was, yeah, the Wisconsin crew. Who's the psycho guy from Wisconsin, his brother? Like, who was the guy? When I remember, it was a shell dog. There was uh, your producer who looked a little overwhelmed. Nice kid, but uh, that guy wasn't ready for that party. Um, <laughs> who, We had Dark Lord Bill wearing a LeBron James jersey. Yeah, that Dark was Lord about Bill. 46 sizes too small. Um, we had his uh, Drew and his someone who was claiming to be his brother, and uh, I think Zigzag, who literally was giving me uh, tips on how to tilt your camera to get a better dick pic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, that is true. Uh, Yang, yeah, remember that one? Yes. <laughs> you have to get to that one. Uh, I'm just trying not to swear, Gabe. I know I. Uh, yeah, like no, I know. So don't worry. It's it's all right. Listen, I told Cam. Cam's been frequently using a word himself, right? <laughs> so I yeah, told Cam, yeah. Cam, you got dropped out. Yeah, it's true. And a shout out to Cam, the raging redhead. I I, I miss you and uh, Avery yeah, at that that Vancouver the Sports Bar. Respect. Yeah, yeah Kim, I miss you too. Kim, 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 Kim from Arizona was there. Kim from yeah, Arizona Kim. was there, and and she wanted to get married, and she didn't care to who. To like anybody, I don't know what her deal was. Like it was some like legal purposes. She needed to marry someone or something. But like, so she sort of convinced Zigzag to marry her by the end of the weekend. And you know, at this point too, I lost all my money on the Super Bowls. Cam was the only the only one that won. Cam wins on the Saints in the Colts game. And after all that, I remember me, Shell Dog, we're like, yeah, whatever, let him get married. I'm like, yeah, it's a real freak show. And. <laughs> Never forget Earl was there. You remember at this gold camp. So we go into the we go into the wedding chapel, bro. Like the same place like Britney Spears got married, all right? So we roll in and they're like, You guys got a permit? And right away she starts mouthing off. I don't need a permit, F you, just marry us, right? And she threw a beer can at the chapel window and I told her, This is why they're not marrying you. <laughs> And I never forget, I never forget telling that zigzag guy, you're dodging a bullet here, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, another, another Vegas, uh, another Vegas marriage that could have, could have went wrong. Um, you know, it was the same well, place as the hangover shell. Uh, I never forget. <laughs> I'm all depressed. I ball novelty drinks in the parking lot. <laughs> like I'm just depressed drinking. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You guys get married. I remember the chapel, like, yeah, we're going to call the police if you guys don't leave. She's, like, throwing beer cans at the lady at the chapel. <laughs> yeah, real brouhaha. <laughs> well, I just remember at the pool at the Green Valley Resort, uh, uh, T-Bone hooked us up with a nice, uh, like, a cabana. And uh, I remember uh, Teddy Covers putting his sandals in the refrigerator on top of my sandwich. Uh, yeah, to- yeah, Cam, yeah, big man. <laughs> Are you, are you, is Big Man still here with us right now? Are you there, Big Man? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> do we do we still have Big Man? Because Big Big Man, oh, he gone. Big Big Man doesn't. Uh, we lost we lost Big Man. So, um, yeah, I'll never forget that, Cam. T Bone hooks up. It's the Fourth of July. All right, Fourth <laughs> of July, Green Green Valley Ranch. T Bone's a nice. VIP. This is before he was like banned for life from the place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was before he was banned for life. So, so Fourth of July, you're right. I never forget that. Or I, I remember telling Teddy, "What the hell are you doing, bro?" 
We got like well, our food and like drink. Like, dude, we had a cabana. So we had like a cabana cab. Like we're like high rollers, bro. Green Valley, I like love. a cabana, right? Awesome. Fourth of July. It's only VIPs. Remember, it was like a bunch of like UFC, not strike force before the women fighters were in. Like, I think Misha Tate was there. Remember, like they were kicking people in the balls and like. So it was like a big party at the Green Valley Ranch. <laughs> Teddy shows up. The guy puts his shoes in the fridge, Cam. What are my sandwich? I'm like, hey, dude, uh, I don't really know you. And I mean, his, no offense to Teddy, I love him, but his ten toes look like burnt corn nuts. Uh, I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm not a, a like a germaphobe, but. Uh, do you want to put those shoes somewhere somewhere else, Holmes? Yeah, yeah me too. And like, an Earl knows. Yeah, he's got, yeah, he's I'm got not those Mr. long Hygiene, holes. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, and even like, yeah, he takes his sandals, and we're like, "What are you doing?" We're like, "Bro, what you what do you do?" Like, we're all like grossed out. We're like, "What the hell did you? You just put your sandals in our little cooler fridge, bro?" He's like, oh, "That's what you do." He goes, "Put my sandals cool." No, that's like, what you do. That's not know, what we do. I know who puts it camp. Listen, I put, I've told you, I've lost something in a dryer before. It took me two weeks to find it, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cam yeah, has yeah. lost his cell phone in his fridge. We've all done stuff like that, right? Yeah. Oh, where's your yeah. side? I don't know. I put my cell phone in the freezer by accident. Right? Yeah, yeah I do that freezer but, a lot. Cam, yeah, that's you cool. don't put your shoes with your food in, like, the freezer. <laughs> Dude, Gabe, my well, phone. I mean, and you know, I get you want to keep your feet cold, but I also yeah, don't want to get, uh, I got you swamp know, hepatitis. Foot, so. I can't be putting my, like, you know what I mean? Oh, my big green clouds of smoke come up. Like, I, foot odor's a problem when you're walking around all the time. But uh, You don't yeah, want to no. be eating anything that's been near it's, my feet, bro. Exactly. I'm telling you that much right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, odor eater. Like, <laughs> that's a garnish. <laughs> that's disgusting. I'm with you, Marenzi. Foot odor's a problem. I got to be honest, if Teddy did that, like, I like him. Like, that's almost, like, worth hitting somebody for. You can't put uh, sandals in on Earl's sandwich. Yeah, yeah but can't. So, like, it was a hot day. Like, you got to describe, like, we had a cabana, and they have, like, sort of these mini fridges. And like you said, they, they were giving us food, like Earl said. Like, they gave us, like, you know, like, croissant lunch, and, like, they were bringing us food and stuff. And, like, Earl had his sandwich in a box. Teddy put his sandals on top of his box. Like, I remember Earl, like, going, what the hell? Well, I didn't what even have, like, a... My sandwich wasn't even like a, in a plastic bag. It was just on a plate. I thought, oh, it, it, you know, I'll cool it off a little bit. I'll put it in the fridge for a minute. And so it was just the sandwich on a plate. Like, so he's got his dogs on, on my Sammy. And, you know, uh, two minutes later, I'm in the pool. Uh, you know, it's like our own private pool. And I see the T-bone peeping. I'm dying. I'm dying. Right, hockey picks coming up next with Earl and Cam. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. 
So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Never had to get a pencil player boss. Those people have busted with everybody else in between. It's amazing how fast this show goes. The fastest 120 minutes in sports radio by far. Uh, we're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart will be with us again more night. Manning the ship. Uh, we'll be back uh, from uh, the Golden Gate City, San Francisco. So I don't know if you guys saw uh, my Twitter, uh, but I scared the hell out of Jesse and the full house crew last night. I showed up and I banged on the door. I'm like, yo, Jesse, where's my money? <laughs> yo, you got my money? But yeah, we went to um, we went to that full house. It's funny. I'm not a fan of the TV show Full House, but it's one of those things you got to go. And there's a bunch of people there. But it started to get darker, so I'm taking pictures on, like, their, you know, their doorstep. We're getting closer, and there's, like, other people showing up, and it's crazy, man. Like, it ain't families and stuff. There's, like, sketchy dudes, and people are, like, lighting spliffs up on the steps. And, like, people are there, and then, like, automated, please get off the steps. So, Earl, did you know, like, that that block? So, you know that block? What do they call that? Is it painted houses, or what was it? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. It's the painted talking about the the full house shot the 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 street view. Yeah, yeah, I have no oh, the, idea. The, the intro, Earl, you're on TV. Come on, Earl. I figured you <laughs> of all people would know the intro of Full House, Kinkle. No, I never watched that show. I was a little too unnerved by. Uh, unlike most comics, I believe any number uh, below eighteen is off limits for me. So I never got into the show. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So, so, uh, yeah, so I was going to say, there's no one in any of those houses. Like, they're all empty. Really? Like, it's like a TV set or something. Yeah, yeah. That's like, prime, I thought it was prime yeah, exactly. real estate. Like good real estate there. Yeah. I know. That's what surprised me, Cam. You figure, like, like millions or whatever, right? Big but time. exactly, like, they're all empty because there's a million people on the sidewalk taking pictures out there and stuff. Like I said, it was literally like, I don't know, 100 people or 200 people. Like, um, like you know, literally, it's of people. Yeah, they're, they're, that's it. They're the painted ladies. I guess it's the famous street even before even before Full House and stuff like that. Uh, Crash in L.A. knows everything. Steiner Street. Thank you. Um, Chronic, yeah, Crash works in the TV industry. Separate my building in the Warner Brother lot. <laughs> See, it's a small world. Uh, it's a small world. So, yeah, so we got some we got some great selfies, uh, Cam, uh, out there uh, in front. Like, um, see, I'm surprised Earl Earl didn't know. You know who was all over this? Ariel Epstein. She loved it. She's like, oh, my God, <laughs> on Twitter. She's like, you're outside the full house house. <laughs> that's her show. She goes, that's the cool. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, was I can tell you where the Brady Bunch house, house is. And the Tony Danza one. Who's the boss? Where's the Brady Bunch house? It's in the Valley in Encino. 
Were they shooting like? Uh, is that where they did like Jenna Jameson? Like uh, yeah, Jenna Jameson there returns now, down there. Think. Makes a lot of sense. No, that you got to go on uh, Van Nuys Boulevard on a street called Hatteras. I can tell you where all the porno is shot. <laughs> all right, so let's get into some uh, some hockey picks uh, here. As we go, we got the round. What, what, what did you think, uh, Earl, of the uh, the first round of the playoffs in Vegas? Uh, um, in, in the hub, as now we got Vegas uh, ready to step up and in and. You know, we got some great playoff matches uh, here. Um, some real, real cool playoff matches, including the Vegas Golden Knights and the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, I mean, I got to be honest with you. Uh, I, I was one of those who, before the uh, the buying round started, I thought, I just wish the NHL would take a knee, call it a season, start fresh, and when we have a bit of better handle on this uh, worldwide pandemic uh, in September and uh, I got to be honest with you. I, I, it was an amazing buy-in round. Uh, you know, probably the only thing I didn't like about it were the um, the round robin games. You know, with the uh, for for the top four teams. Yeah, I just, it was like watching a scrimmage. Uh, you know, Boston didn't look like they were interested in playing one game. But uh, I can't. There are some great matches. I mean, uh, Vegas and Chicago is a great matchup. Uh, Dallas and Calgary. Uh, I'm. The one that intri- there's two that intrigue me a little more than the others, uh, Philly and Montreal because it's uh, the one seed versus twelve, and uh, the rematch with Tampa Bay and Columbus because I love Columbus, their coach, knowing that I can't swear now, it is an a hole, but he's great at having a team buy into his system for those first couple years, and uh, I just love when he loses. His post game interviews are the best. One word answers. Yeah, Cam Cam's favorite coach, John Tortorella. Yeah, Torts. You got the Golden Knights versus the Blackhawks, the Avalanche versus the Coyotes, Stars versus Flames, Blues versus Canucks. All of which are pretty cool series, Cam. Yeah, it's tough, Gabe. Like I'm thinking, Columbus. Remember too, Columbus beat Tampa Bay, so we got revenge there. I still think Tampa Bay should probably get it done. Early leans. Here's the thing. People are going to be betting on Calgary and Marenzi. Just remember, they beat the Jets without their best players, too. Shifley got cheap-shotted there. They were they were toast. Hellebuck couldn't put that team on his back. I think Dallas is actually a better team than uh, Calgary, and we'll see what happens there. And one for you, Gabe, I like I like a lot of upsets. I think the Islanders can take care of Washington. Barry trots in his old, uh, against his old team. I think the Islanders are perfect for the pandemic. They play that style. They don't care about the bubble. They're just having fun playing hockey. And Carolina, man, I'm high on the Hurricanes. Watch out, Boston. You beat these guys in tight games uh, the year before. I think Carolina flips the tables, Marenzi. I like the Hurricanes. Dilly, dilly, dilly. Yeah, let's rock. <laughs> well, you and, I, you and I, here I am. Rock, you like We rock like a hurricane. We took, we took right. the Canes against the Rangers. We I don't did. know. The Bruins could have a problem with me, right? I think the Bruins could get uh, take a little while uh, to get going. So, Cam, what do you make of the Lightning? Uh, the Lightning uh, versus Columbus right now. Hey, listen, Columbus, uh, Tampa Bay. This is their chance for revenge right now. How far do you think the Lightning will go? I'm with Earl too. I got to be honest. I didn't even watch those non-seed. I didn't watch the non-playoff games, Earl. I was too busy betting on the playoff games. I couldn't like. I didn't have time for these scrimmages. Um, so as far as Tampa Bay is concerned, they've got unfinished business. Cam, what do you think? Is it maybe now that they're in the bull and in a, in a hub, it'll be different for them? Is this the lightning year this year? What do you think of them against Columbus? I still think the lightning 
they're a better team, but it's not going to be easy. Um, Tampa Bay, the thing about Columbus is, Gabe, we talk about these guys like a python. Look what they do. They get a, they get a lead over the Leafs, except for that miracle game where the Leafs came back. But Columbus, these guys are so underrated. They got so many awesome players. Cam Atkinson got hurt, though, today. Let's be honest. Vasilevsky and Tampa Bay, you talked about it. Revenge, they understand. They're not going to take these guys for granted. I kind of like, I'm looking at Columbus going, they can potentially upset these guys, but I got I to gotta think. I got to go through this. Tampa Bay, the pedigree, Gabe, you know they're a better team. We'll, we'll, we'll be betting Tampa Bay. I, I think uh, the series could go the distance, but I just think Tampa Bay is a better club. They get it done. Earl, what do you? Any upsets, uh, Earl? What are you seeing, Earl? Um, in terms of upsets, I, I mean, I don't know if Chicago beating Vegas would be an upset because Chicago's be a huge team, but it'd be a huge upset, uh, Earl. Huge, huge. You know me. I'm just trying to make it more interesting, Cam. Uh, I could see Chicago beating, uh, you know, Vegas if if the stars fall. You know, Crawford plays out of his mind. I could see them. Uh, Upsetting Vegas, uh, but if if Crawford falters, that could be a blowout series. Um, I could, you know, the Islanders are almost in that Columbus category of they're they're playing better than they probably actually are, and uh, you know Ovechkin's uh, he's great, uh, you know, but it depends on like guys like Kovalchuk if, if they have one little bit more gas in the tank, one last kick. Uh, I could see the Islanders beating them and. Uh, you know, since you're a Montreal man, Gabe, and I don't think Philly's that much better than Montreal, but, you know, they are the 12th seed. Price plays great, and I tell you, Shea Weber looked like the Shea Weber of old. Damn right. And that's did. a compliment. He didn't look like an old Shea Weber. He looked like the one that got traded for Subban. I could see Montreal beating Philly. Girl's bringing it. <laughs> I'm not messing around, Cam. No, you're not. Even though I'm... Taking, he's taking the two biggest dogs. He's taking Gabe. He's taking the two biggest dogs. You know like, it's a good matchup for Montreal, though. Like, who do you want to play? Like, Philadelphia is a team, like, and the thing is, they're getting respect, Gabe, because they look good in the round robin, but let's call, call it out for what it is, too. Boston didn't really play their best. Tampa Bay was working on some things. Stamkos is injured, right? So you got to really think that Philadelphia was the team that took it the most seriously. Like, if you're Montreal... That's a team that you could play with. I, I'm, I'm kind of with her. I think Philadelphia gets it done, but these are hard-fought games, real tight, real tight, Hawk. Well, I mean, I think- you know, Hart's, he, he's a great goalie, but this is really, you know, I think this, because of the wacky format and and all hockey, for once, being ahead of the curve on handling something, like much better than baseball, that a lot of extra eyes are going to be on these playoffs maybe that wouldn't be. And, uh, you know, Hart's still a really young kid. And if it comes to picking either Hart or Price, you know, I could see Price stealing games. Uh, so, uh, and, you know, I, I guess I'd say, I guess it would be an upset if the Blue Jackets beat Tampa. But uh, I just love Tortorella, man. He, he's he got that team believing. So uh, I'd like to throw the, the Jackets. I'm sure the NHL would love a team from Columbus winning the Cup. <laughs> That's the that's the thing with the Canadians though that that you know yeah they're overmatched they're not as good as the Philadelphia Flyers but they also weren't as good as the the Pittsburgh Penguins and they they still hung around all right so we got one more segment uh, coming up while with Big Earl Skakel the raging redhead Cam Stewart uh, laying it down to hear this evening sports rage late night bring it as we throw it down NHL playoffs continue.
Hello? Then you're SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. All right, Earl, so before we get you out of here, what, what do you got going on, Earl? What's, um, you know, you got your, your ultra-successful podcast uh, that we talked about last time a little bit, but what else you got uh, going on uh, in the future? And tell people where they can find your podcast. Oh, thank you, Gabe. I think you could take out the word ultra and just say successful. But uh, um, <laughs> podcast is called Inappropriate Earl, and it's on uh, – uh, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and uh, you know, just waiting uh, for the uh, cartoon "I'm on the Jellies" by Tyler the Creator to come back. Uh, I'm the only white guy on it, so uh, you know, I hope it comes back. Uh, um, and that's on Adult Swim. You can stream that on Adult Swim. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's no shows, there's no stand-up going on, so I'm just happy to do it's shows tough, like I this. Know, eh? uh, yeah, I mean, there's uh, you know. A, a, done a few illegal shows but it, they're pretty bad and uh you know just you know doing a lot of other people's podcasts and uh you know just happy to uh be reunited with you and the raging redhead i'm, I'm sorry uh, avery's uh not with us he's probably locked up in sandusky's basement but uh hopefully uh we can see him again <laughs> poor avery <laughs> Well, he's the only guy when we did the road rage in Vancouver. We're in a Vancouver bar, and he's wearing a Boston Bruins hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like he likes he yeah. likes to be uh, he likes to be different. Uh, Cam, great kid though, Avery. Great kid. Oh yeah, great. oh he's the best. But be different somewhere else, not in the Vancouver Canucks bar when they're in the Cup Finals against the Bruins. You idiot. So what what do you think of the uh, the Blues? And the Canucks, very similar styles, Cam, of of hockey. The no, sim- similar teams. The, the Blues do it here. better than the Canucks, but still, yeah. the Canucks have confidence right now. It's pretty simple. Like, if if Bennington doesn't play well, and I know that's that's saying a lot because he's one of the hottest goaltenders next to Carey Price. He's the guy you can definitely count on the most. Vancouver has a chance. Let's remember one thing: they tried Pedersen, they tried to shut him down too, but the other guys were open. Brock Besser, this guy can play. Bo Horvat, he could play. When Vertanen's not taking penalties, he's an agitator. The Canucks have that type of formula of skill and finesse grit guys that we talked about that the Oilers and Leafs don't have who are not in the playoffs anymore. Watch out, St. Louis. Your team that won the Cup, Vancouver, is a team on the rise. And if Markstrom can play well, Gabe, I think this series could go the distance. I wouldn't even be surprised if Vancouver won. It's hard to beat St. Louis. But I think we're going to be taking a look at Vancouver long and hard. Yeah, the Canucks are a team people don't really see, Earl, but they're a good hockey team. 
They are good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I agree with Cam. I think uh, Bennington falters a little bit. Uh, you know, got to keep your eye on uh, for Vancouver. And uh, I'm a bit of an L.A. homer for him, but it's uh, Toffoli because uh, he uh, was one of the reasons the Kings won that second cup. Uh, he gets hot, you know, which is what the playoffs uh, are all about, streaky goaltenders or streaky goal scorers. Uh, and Pearson from L.A. Uh, yes. You know, he's a weird one who kind of in the regular season, you don't really notice him. But then uh, in the playoffs, if he gets hot with Toffoli and uh, Besser, uh, Martian plays great, which he's very capable of. And, you know, St. Louis, uh, you know, falters in net. You know, uh, I like Vancouver in that one. Big girl Skakel uh, kicking it uh, with us. I, I can't wait. Like I said, the, the first round was cool, but there were a lot now of bad teams real. playing each other, right? So exactly. Yeah. Now, now we got really going to see like, how good are these teams. Yeah. Exactly. We got really like we got teams in here that are going the distance. Rancy, you would you would believe what's on Twitter right now? Not only do I saw some big uh, push for Kentucky Fried Plant Based Chicken and uh, the death of Kamala, which is upsetting. One of my favorite wrestlers who I saw live many times as a child, but. Uh, Musayu Jerry, you should see these Leaf fans. Like they're ready. Like you, 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 you talked about it. Like ready to jump off the bridge. Like enough is enough. Hire you, Jerry. MLSE. They've had enough. Like I'm telling you, this could be the final straw. Like I know it's the pandemic, but it gets time. Exactly what you said. Enough is enough. You got stars on this team. You never get through anybody. No excuses this year. It wasn't Boston. Heads are gonna roll, buddy. Heads are gonna roll. Yeah, what what do you make of it, uh, Earl, uh, from the outside, seeing the Toronto Maple Leafs? Like a franchise whose fans love them as much as they do, they spend money, they just can't win. No matter what they do, they just can't win. Well, I think, uh, you know, you got to be like the Kings. Uh, you know, you have to build, you know, when the Kings were bad for a very long time, and, the, you know, they drafted quick, Dowdy, Kopitar. So they built from the back to front. The uh, Leafs have kind of done the opposite. they Amazing roster of forwards, you know, Matthews, Tavares, Nylander, uh, you know, and, and, you know, their D is suspect, and, and, you know, Anderson's hit or miss. You know, Campbell, of course, an L.A. guy, is a pretty good backup, but, uh, you, you know, I think Anderson's a little unreliable. That second goal he let in tonight was a real backbreaker, and, you know, it's easy for me to sit there and say he should have stopped it, but, uh you know, he he probably should have, and and that was a backbreaker to uh, go down two nothing. So, you know, they can complain all they want. You know, maybe Lundqvist is an option. Uh, you know, and and you know they have so many young forwards, uh, and and so many gigantic contracts up front that you know maybe you make an inroads on Dowdy in L.A. Uh, I'm not trying to like create these wacky rumors, but like I'm sure Dowdy would love to play in Toronto and. You know, maybe you throw Nylander in a first, or, or they got to get rid of some of those gigantic contracts. So uh, they got to do some. And I love Shanahan; he's competitive. You know, you could just see the look on his face of pain. Uh, I mean, Kamala had a better uh, look on his face about 8 p.m. tonight than he did. <laughs> Cam, something's got to be done. They just can't continue down the same path. No, no. And you, you and Earl said it. Same player. That's the problem. Most teams build with defense, and the Leafs are like, hey, I got an idea, guys. Let's get six of the forwards who all do the same thing. Fantastic. <laughs> Analytics told me to. Shut up. I'm with you, Gabe. I think enough is enough. People got to put their foot down. The Raptors do this thing. They built that franchise. They're world champions. 
and the Leafs, every time, you know, they're the, they're the big dog in town. Well, it's time to step back because the Raptors, they're, they're the big dog in town. They, until Toronto figures this out, go get a defenseman. Go get a defenseman or two. We'll start there, and then we'll start parsing off, piecing off these uh, forwards that all do the exact same thing. They float and don't back check. Well, that's the thing. Before, it was just like, all right, they can't beat Boston. And it was like, all right, Boston are a tough that's team to beat. Exactly. Camp. Now it's but Columbus. But now it's not right? just Boston. Now, yes. Yeah, now it's Columbus. And now who's it next, right? They just can't win. No. What's well, very similar win. to, like, what's going on in Edmonton right now. Yes. Where, you know, you You're, draft exactly. McDavid, you draft Drysdale. That's what I said to my buddy in Edmonton. They're the same team. They're the same team. They have stars and a horrible no. defense and, and, and goaltending that you can't rely on every night. The Leafs are basically the Oilers. Oilers, West, Leafs, East, put them together. They're the same team. Oilers got more talent in McDavid. The Leafs have more talent overall, probably, but the, the Oilers are chokers, too. Like, yeah, they ne- they never get it done, Gabe. They're, they're just the same as Toronto. Both hub cities. They got yeah, I mean, you look at a team like, say, Columbus, you know, not the sexiest team, not the sexiest market, but look at that defense. Savard, Seth Jones, uh, Wazinski, I don't know how you say that. Yeah, Wazinski, that guy's a stud. He's amazing. I agree. But that's like, you know, if you were to say who has a better team, Columbus or Edmonton or Toronto, everyone would say, well, Edmonton's got McDavid, Toronto's got Matthews. But I'd rather almost be on Columbus because they have more of a realistic chance, you know, great goalie, two good goalies. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think these teams in hockey markets, they go for the sexy pick. And, uh, you know, it's a mistake sometimes. It is. There's the sizzle and there's the there's the steak, right? Yeah, too much sizzle. And they, I want you just steak. mentioned it too. Look at Columbus; they're not a flashy team. They're not flashy, and here here they are. The New York Islanders aren't playing flashy hockey. Here they are. You know what they all have in Even common? Even the Vancouver Canucks, they don't play flashy. They all have in common. Take a look at what we talked about before. Barry Trotz' attitude to the team, tough. You know what I mean? Rugged, underrated players that just do things at both ends of the ice. Same thing, Vancouver, and Travis smart. Green, play like your coach. Know your assignments, and in playoff hockey, one little mistake will kill you. They are everything opposite to what the Leafs and Oilers are, who have no responsibility in their own end. None. Well, it's the same thing with, like, Vegas, even though, you know, no one thinks Look at the Carolina Hurricanes. Exactly. Yeah. Look at the Carolina Canes. Canes aren't a sexy team. They're, no, they're damn wicked. good. They're wicked. Yeah. They are. But look at Vegas. What was one of the big moves they made last year? Go, go get Alec Martinez. Uh, you know, not a sexy guy, you know, but the guy's a winner, two cups, uh, and, and shots, he's going to help them. So, you That's know. the thing. is, The Leafs need a guy like that. The Oilers need a guy like that. Oh, absolutely. Martinez blocked shots. That's the thing. Some of the per, per capita, like, he's got the most blocked shots going, and that's what <laughs> – now you look at Vegas, and you got Leonard and uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, and you got a guy who blocks shots, and you have other great defensemen, Nate Schmidt and all these other guys. Like, that's the thing. Like, me, hey, Earl – Gabe, me, you, and Earl can be a GMs and figure this stuff out. I don't know how these hockey people can't figure it out. It's proven year after year. Flash doesn't win. You need to be gritty in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just think the GMs of Toronto, Edmonton, you know, the New York teams to a lesser degree, uh, Montreal, absolutely, you know, they, well, we got to get the kid who scored 60 goals for Hall in the queue. And, uh, well, there's a shutdown defenseman who'd be probably better for our team, but uh, no one's going to get his jersey. So let's go get Lafreniere and, you know, hope we outscore everybody. 
That's the thing, Cam. People are talking about this kid. How good is this kid anyways? Is he really like, is he the next Crosby? Is he the next like superstar kid? Because I think he's good. People are talking about him like he is a generational player. Uh, I don't know if he is. Like, I, like you know, when Jack Eichel came out too, it was Jack Eichel and McDavid and Lafreniere is a great player, but I'm not sure if he's going to be a generational player. I think he'll be a very, very That's the you know, that that people are talking about him right now as if like oh he's the next Mario Lemieux he's the next Wayne Gretzky he's the next uh, Sidney Sidney Crosby as we throw it down on a sports rage uh, late at night the raging redhead Cam Stewart uh, holding it down to what is Big Earl uh, Skakel so yeah I know Earl you know it's tough look we did our we did a homicide uh, record about six months ago seven months ago whatever it was. Eight, I don't know. It's it's yeah, eight months ago. It's easy to lose track of time with the uh, the pandemic uh, right now. But no no live shows, and and it, it must be real tough, man. You're a comedian. It's as tough as you get. You're that's your bread and butter doing live stuff. I mean, I've done comedy for 20 years, and I would say in those 20 years, the the longest gap I've ever had between shows has been maybe two days. Uh, we're coming upon five months now, and uh, it's. It's unfathomable. Uh, if you asked me a year ago if we'd be in this type of situation, so it. And I don't think there's an end in sight. People keep asking me when our live show is going to be back in America, anyway, because uh, I know in Canada they're they're kind of doing some. Uh, I, I don't see it coming back in America till 2021, which is crazy. But uh, you know, it, it's just uh, you know we do podcasts to. Uh, supplement our uh jones in for stage time and uh you know i'm lucky that i can do voiceovers from home so uh you know it, it's just uh you know wait and see but i one thing i'd like to say is the kid i think the i think the kid the kings are going to get at second byfields that's going to be the sleeper of the draft that kid's going to be amazing i like your call earl big girl skako well earl I'm glad that uh, we can get you on here tonight. You had time for us on our 50th uh, birthday. So, you know, who would have thought, right, going back to you and I, I'm sure the, the odds were that we wouldn't make it or that I'd be beaten down. But here we are. We're still kicking, and so are you. And uh, we love you, Earl. Thanks a lot for stepping up and continued success, my man. Dude, I love you, Cam. I love you, Gabe. And I think you, uh, you me, and Cabe are like the ultimate warrior. We thrive on our bitterness. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. All right, just a couple of minutes left here as we throw it down. Sports Rage on late night. Colin Morikawa joins Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, and Jack Nicklaus, the only 23-year-old winners of the PGA Championship. Uh, Cam, what does the future hold for Morikawa, in your opinion? Is there more greatness to come, or is this uh, was this his moment today? I think there's more greatness to come, Gabe. I think he's going to be an elite player. We've been betting this guy for a long time. He gets, gets close, edged out Justin Thomas. He's showing a sign of him because he's a very nice guy with a bright smile, but he showed a killer instinct too. He showed up big, big time shots on the par four 16th. 
knocks it to seven feet for an eagle to win a tournament like that. It was ridiculous. He made no mistakes today where all the others faltered. DJ had the lead. He did nothing all day. Brooks Kepka, he was a joke today. He did nothing. It's like he quit. All the other guys, he fended them all off, Marenzi. Kudos to him. Like, I'll tell you something, man. Morikawa and these young guys, like Matthew Wolf also was in the mix too. Watch out for him. I just bet him at 125 to 1 in the U.S. Open. I, I think he has the type of game, and he finished high, high. While we were doing on break, I just put 20 bucks on him at 125 to 1. But I love Morikawa. Big things in the future. And, Ken, we were just talking about hockey, about, like, sizzle and steak and what actually yep. wins. And people always talk about, you know, the, the driving and the big balls. Everyone, oh, Bryson DeChambeau and the big drives yep. and stuff. But Morikawa, he's all about his iron play. And he might be one of those, like, this guy's iron play is that damn good, isn't it? Marenzi, that was one of the that's very smart thing that you say. His iron play today was impeccable. Also, he's not short off the tee. He's just not Bryson DeChambeau long. He can get to a par five and two, but, you know, he might need a bigger club. He doesn't go in there with an eight iron. He might go in there with a wood. But he hits all fairways. His iron play is impeccable. Everything was inside 20 feet. His putting's getting better too, Gabe. Remember, that was his problem, missing those four or five footers. He hit every clutch putt today. I love this kid. Well, Cam, uh, um, you know what? You love this kid. We love you. Thank you very much for stepping up and love in here too, this man. evening, having our back and – piloting piloting the ship we'll catch you tomorrow night we'll be back with you on game time decisions uh on on tuesday buddy enjoy your 50th Marenzi. hit alcatraz have a lot of fun what the trip buddy you deserve it hey god bless you all thanks for the support thanks for the kind words other than that you're on your own later Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.